education of cryptocurrency and blockchain to the next level? Well, we're excited to announce a partnership with Mr. Blockchain Wayne, where he has gone and created some educational content for all of you to watch. So if you go to our website and go to education tab, we have some amazing topics under crypto basics, crypto security, crypto trading, and hot topics going on in the world of crypto. So if you're interested in learning more, please go give this highly engaging content a look. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I got a very special guest who is currently traveling at various places, potentially trying to change where location is. And fingers crossed, Austin might be on one of those destinations. As y'all know, I live in Austin. I actually got to meet him. Shout out to Brian Castleman, who's a local here in the crypto community that did the intro and has introduced me to a ton of people in the crypto community. But Ian is absolutely amazing and is working on all kinds of amazing projects, but primarily he's focused on token metrics. We have Ian Bellini. How are you doing today? I'm great. Proud to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Before we get too deep into everything, please give us a little background on yourself. And we're probably going to spend a little more time here than usual, everyone that's listening, because Ian is highly impressive and has done amazing things in the crypto space. So go ahead and kick us off there. Yeah. So my name is Ian Bellina. I'm the founder and CEO of Token Metrics, which is a cryptocurrency investment research platform that uses artificial intelligence to provide cryptocurrency price predictions, rankings, and indices to crypto investors, essentially helping crypto investors build profitable portfolios. I've been in the crypto space since 2016, traveled the world as a crypto investor, investing in, at this point, I probably made over 70 investments in crypto. I think my close feed as an investor has been in 2018, we did a crypto world tour, did 35 countries in 12 months, traveling, hosting wow. events as big as a thousand people in Moscow, Russia, in London, in South America, Africa, Asia, pretty much almost every continent we went on except Antarctica. Made 15 investments in 15 different countries in 2018. People know me from basically just being an investor who had an open source spreadsheet that basically showed people how to have an approach to investing that we call token metrics. Uh, prior to that, I worked at IBM Watson Analytics for three years as a technical evangelist, helping non-technical people leverage AI in their business roles. Then also worked one year as open source analytics evangelist covering all of North America. So I love data. I love analytics. Prior to that, I also worked at Deloitte Consulting as a consultant. And my background is in computer engineering, master's and bachelor's. So I love tech and I love data and I love crypto. So yeah. my dream job at Tokenmetrics have kind of merged everything together into what we have now. Which is highly amazing. And a lot of things that I want to just go back and, and pick up on was that you were in data and you know working at IBM, working in, in various areas and being in tech, you basically found what a lot of people saw in opportunities in the math of the numbers and just one, understanding how all of that works and potentially being able to find trends and being able to leverage what is going on to find potential home runs and basically be able to turn that into a business that can help any and all newbies or 
crypto enthusiasts to to come and like get into this space ASAP. Essentially, I, th I believe that's what token metrics is, and we're definitely going to dive into that. But I want to talk to just for a moment. First, got into the space. You know, what was that first introduction? And then, like, as you learned about crypto, what clicked and was like, wow, I need to jump all over this. So this was, I'd say, fall 2016. A friend of mine from college, DC days said, Ian, IBM is doing lots of great things with the blockchain. He was a Bitcoin developer and he wanted me to kind of share with him what IBM was doing in blockchain. And he wanted me to put him in touch with the director of blockchain at IBM. And I said, okay, why, why do you care for this? Because I, mean, I didn't really peg him as somebody who was really into blockchain. He told me he was in Bitcoin. He was a hodler. He was hodling Bitcoin in Ethereum and making a ton of money and was thinking of launching a crypto hedge fund. When he said crypto hedge fund, I said, wait a minute. You're my age launching a hedge fund right. for crypto. I never even heard of it, right? So to me, it just kind of baffled the mind. But as somebody who, who loved making money as an investor and trader in equities, I said, okay, how much money are you making on this Bitcoin thing? He told me he was making over, at that time, it was about 200% in one year, just hodling Bitcoin. Jeez. And that was beating the 20% return I was getting in equities. I mean, so to me, I said, you know what? I have to figure out what this Bitcoin thing is about because... To me, back then, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies were nefarious. They were for bad actors, Silk Road, drug dealers, basically all that bad stuff. Right. But I, I never even thought that you could invest in them in an honest way. Right. So that's when I was like, you know what, I have to really learn more about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. So first thing I did was go on Coinbase, put in $100 into Bitcoin, $100 into Ethereum, just to say I owned it because I knew once I owned something, I would put more time into it to understand right. it. Went on Amazon, got two books. One was Digital Gold. The other was The Age of Cryptocurrency. So over about three months or so, went through those two, those two books. They gave me an overview of the entire space, the history, where it was going, the value ads, why this was the future of money. And I went through those two books. I became a full-on believer in Bitcoin and crypto. And the rest is history. Yeah. And, and just like you said, so from early 2016 all the way until now, you kind of dove all in. I believe at one point you stopped your job at IBM so that you could like fully yeah. jump into this and, and, and take advantage of the wild west of crypto. And, you know, pretty good timing, especially as you got to ride everything up, you know, in 2017, all the way to the top and like make some really good opportunities. But like, what was the moment of token metrics? So let's dive into that of, you know, when did you create that and, and how were you able to leverage artificial intelligence? with trading to find some of these potential home runs that a lot of people weren't necessarily paying attention to? So summer of 2017, I was making decent money in crypto, but my goal was to quit my job and go full-time in crypto. Right. And I knew there had to be a better way. And when it comes to investing or trading, you always tell people, what is your edge? What do you know that's unique to you that nobody else knows or can do as good as you? And to me, my edge was I work in data and analytics. So one day I just opened up a spreadsheet, began crunching the numbers, trying to find patterns in crypto and see what I could find that would give me alpha. And for me at that point in time, it was going through the data and analytics for ICOs and trying to find patterns they had in common. So kind of like the money ball for cryptocurrency investing or ICOs. And I made this spreadsheet open source. Uh, I had a small YouTube channel at the time where I would do weekly live streams. I would do about two live streams every single week. And... I began just sharing this publicly with my audience because I worked in IBM in open source. So I loved open source. I love crypto being open source. And I like just giving away things to help others do their own research. 
So I began doing that, began publicly documenting my trades and my investments. And over about a year, I mean, over one year, as people saw me take about $20,000 of my own money initially and turn that into over $5 million. And that's kind of when the spreadsheet went viral and it, it had over a million views. Wait, real, real quick, I'll let you keep going. I just got to reemphasize this, everyone. He took 20 grand and turned it into $5 million. Okay, please continue. <laughs> yeah, but what made it, I guess, crazier was everything was documented via my open source spreadsheet. Right. So at the peak of the bull run, this was January 2018, it was getting over a million unique visitors a month. And that's when I kind of, I would say we basically hit the limits of Google spreadsheets. Yeah. <laughs> and we realized that, okay, for this to scale, we have to turn this into an application. And I also knew that there were limitations to just one person doing all the number crunching. And working in AI, I knew that I have to get a team around me of other experts to crunch even more data and to also leverage the power of artificial intelligence because humans have limitations in terms of how many data points they can comprehend at the same time. So to me, it was kind of like a natural progression to say, okay, you know what? Let's take kind of this MVP with a spreadsheet and turn this into this superpower uh, application that can help people become better investors. And that's kind of where the idea was born. We took down the spreadsheet despite people's protests because it became too influential. It would would move the markets and it it was kind of like that old quote from Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. And we realized that something this powerful had to kind of be done from the ground up and also managed in a better manner where not everyone had it, unfortunately, because otherwise it becomes something that can kind of be used for speculation and really creating inorganic volume. Right. So right. with us, we wanted to make sure everything was kind of done right. So we brought in experts. So brought in our team from Goldman Sachs and Wall Street and other people with great minds working together to build a product that helps retail investors and traders leverage technologies that are typically reserved for the top 1%. So basically for quant funds or hedge funds and making it publicly available to retail investors. So the bottom 99%. And that's kind of where the vision for Tokometrics was born. It's amazing. And the fact that you had built something so robust that could be a, a market maker, everyone, if you don't understand like necessarily what that means, that's a huge deal. Like the fact that people would like go look at your spreadsheet and then like the implications of that open access could impact uh, either whales moving into the market and, and, and making things happen very quickly. Just like you said, a lot of responsibility. Um, but the fact that you were able to then turn it into a platform that, you know, people need to sign up for and it was gated and, you know, was more of a way that people could interact. Obviously, there is a lot of value in the sense that people would want to be a part of this. But then also, it, it was a good, I don't want to say gatekeeper, but a, a good way to negate it just getting in the hands of any and everyone that could cause a lot of harm in, in the market as well. So, so kind of talk to us, you know, those next steps of like after, you know, you, you did those next steps and you created this uh, platform that was now gated, you know, how has that been received and, and you know, how has building that community been? It's been amazing. So we launched last year, November 29th on Black Friday. So this month is actually a one-year anniversary. All right. We have over 1,600 paying customers globally in over 50 countries. 90% of our customers, I would say, are retail investors and traders. We have a few who are who maybe have their own funds or invest other people's money. But for the most part, our vision has always been to help the bottom 99%, people who lack the resources and the capital to compete with quant funds. So for example... According to eToro themselves, a stock platform, which also has crypto, by the way, 80% of 
users, basically traders, lose money and quit within two years. And we find that number to be, I mean, to just not be something that can be sustained long-term, especially if we're trying to get more people into crypto. And the reason they lose money is because they're competing against whales, against people who have all the tech in the world. So with us, we're taking tools that are typically reserved for the rich, for, for whales, for the top 1%, for hedge funds, and making that same technology available to retail investors and traders. So think of us kind of like a research arm that was typically in-house at funds, whether Wall Street or crypto funds, but making this available to anybody out there as a service so that they basically have their own research in a box that has big data, AI, and all that tech. All that tech. And our audience has been amazing. Most of our growth comes in through our content on online, on YouTube, on our podcast. We also launched an affiliate program, which is one of the fastest growing in all of crypto. At this point, we have over 5,000 affiliates. And basically since Feb, and we've paid out more than $200,000 in affiliate commissions already. So that's, that's become probably our biggest avenue for, for growth. So basically word of mouth, affiliates, and just our community. For sure. And, and that's awesome, man. Like the, Just like you said, the fact that you are helping give resources that usually the top 1% would have to the greater audience is highly powerful. It's empowering. It's one of our core principles here at Cryptocurrent is to empower the audience. And so, you know, obviously you've been doing that and helping giving your traders an opportunity to get some of these high level in-depth knowledge that they can then act on. I was actually able to look at one of your newsletters and just looking at how in-depth they really go. And so they are really powerful. They are, are very keen on just giving out all the information and just saying, like, hey, do what you want with this. But here are all the things that you can look into. Everyone listening, definitely go check out Token Metrics. And again, Ian himself, like all the amazing content that he's making with the team and uh, the videos that he has on YouTube and also the podcast that he has. And I'll make sure to include all of this in, in the show notes as well so y'all can go check some of that out. Something I want to go back and kind of check on and, and just for everyone listening to validate again, he's been on CNN, Bloomberg, Forbes, Business Insider, like all the major platforms talking about crypto. When you get to speak with all of these major publications and, you know, as we're trying to move crypto into the mainstream of mass adoption, what is the reoccurring themes or things that these audience like to hear about or like are the, the biggest triggers for them to be like, wow, Ian, we want you to come and talk on this. What are some of those things? When Bitcoin is rising in price, lots of people come to me asking what they should do with Bitcoin or crypto. Is, is now a good time to get in? But I would say in general, the biggest selling point that really gets people to realize that crypto or, or Bitcoin is the future. I, I just tell them this. Every other industry has been disrupted except money. And now money is going to be disrupted. Right. And for the first time, we can have a true global economy with a currency, a digital currency for the internet that's not controlled by a single government or a single bank that's really borderless and owned by the people. And if you look at all the other currencies, people are losing their wealth due to inflation, to hyperinflation. If you go to, con to countries like Venezuela or any most other emerging markets in the world, people see this coming. And, and then I tell people, Digital currencies are here to a point where the European Central Bank, the even the American Fed, are planning to issue digital currencies. And that's basically the same thing as a cryptocurrency, except with Bitcoin, it's borderless. There is no central bank. There is no middleman. So something that's truly owned by the people. So this is about economic empowerment. For example, I went to Lagos, Nigeria uh, back in 2018 on a, on a world tour. And lots of people told me it was very hard for them to use the internet for honest business 
because their local currency, the Naira, had basically been blacklisted online because of other bad actors. Right? So for somebody who wants to hire somebody for web development or to hire contractors or anybody online, they can't even pay them in the local currency. They have to basically jump through hoops to get other currencies to pay them. But Bitcoin changed that. Stablecoins changed that. So this, to me, is the future of money. Definitely. And it, it's leveling the playing field for everyone. Just like you said, the, the global economy or just a, a global currency that anyone is, is borderless, permissionless, and it's not owned by a central authority. That's powerful. What, what made me get into this space early is when a friend, where can you go in the world where your dollar is a dollar? You always have to do a conversion rate to the local currency or wherever it is. But a Bitcoin is a Bitcoin anywhere in the world. And Ethereum is an Ethereum anywhere in the world. And like that is so, is so powerful. And on that, you know, I kind of want to touch on the, the world tour that you went on. You went, you spent an entire year, just like you said, you went to Russia, you went to Africa, you went to Asian countries, you went all over. What were your biggest takeaways from that year that you learned that wasn't really on your radar when that happened? Yeah, I would say crypto is about economic empowerment. That's also our, our vision here at Tokometrics. So, because to me, crypto changed my life by making me right. money, right? So to me, crypto is really for speculation. But on the crypto world tour, hearing how people, as I mentioned before, in Nigeria were actually using crypto, not just to make money, but to just change their lives, to have become part of the global economy, right? So whether people were just using crypto as a store of wealth, or people who maybe in the Middle East, where it's tough for a woman to even open up a bank account, like crypto changes that. So crypto was about freedom. It was about true economic freedom. And that was the other aspect I didn't really get to see. But then also from traveling around the world, just hearing people's stories, whether somebody in, in uh, the Middle East, somebody in Africa, somebody in South America. Right? For example, I met somebody who was watching my content on YouTube. And, and when I met him in Kenya, they told me that they were just a regular person, but because of watching our content and getting into crypto, they're now able to buy a home in the poshest area in Nairobi, Kenya. Wow. And that was something beyond their wildest dreams. Or when I went to Auckland, New Zealand, I met somebody and had dinner with them. And they told me that because of getting into crypto, they are now able to go to their mom and tell them, you don't have to work anymore because they basically retired the, 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 the mom and the whole family due to crypto. So crypto to me, yes, there's money involved in crypto and there's lots of speculation, but hearing stories like that on how people are just transforming their lives uh, and how life-changing it is, those stories were what really moved me the most. The empowerment and the access to knowledge and just the fact that you can take action today. Like you can listen to this right now and then go act on it and like literally see something happen like that is so impactful. Like it's, it's so powerful and it's so great. And what fires me up about crypto is that again, I call it the great equalizer because any and everyone who has access to internet has access to crypto and has access to change their lives which is amazing. First, you need the knowledge and then you need the steps to be able to act and, and do whatever, which again is why something like token metrics could be extremely powerful and move that forward. So I really do appreciate you telling us about token metrics and everything that you have going on. I kind of want to shift in just in a, in a different direction really quickly, just on, you know, with everything that's going on in the market is interesting of a year that 2020 has been and what 2021 is shaping to be. What are some things in the crypto and blockchain space that you're currently looking out for and that is top of mind for you? I mean, everything. So I would say 2020 was really the year of corporations getting into crypto and giving crypto the blessing, the cosign, the endorsement, whether it was PayPal, Square, Twitter, MicroStrategy, so many big companies, even Facebook, have joined the space 
to now, I think 2021 is the year of, I would say, institution and Wall Street adoption, all right, adopting crypto because people have been clamoring for an ETF, an index fund. And I, I mean, no one knows when exactly that will come, but here at Tokenmetrics, we're kind of building our own indices kind of as a way to show people how to build winning portfolios in the crypto space. Right. And we think in 2021, this could be the year crypto and Bitcoin really goes mainstream because we expect Bitcoin by next year to be past its all-time high. So we expect Bitcoin to be past over $20,000 USD. And we think all the attention, because if, between now and the last bull run, Bitcoin has grown so much. Right. I mean, because last bull run, Bitcoin was basically a baby that was unproven, untested. But now there's, there's actual backing. There's a solid foundation that has been built underneath Bitcoin. And now in a post-pandemic world, this is really, unfortunately, what Bitcoin was designed for. It was designed to, to solve all these challenges every country is, is facing. And I think once all these central banks begin to issue their own digital currencies, they'll become the biggest marketing engine for Bitcoin. Right. Because now people will, will be used to digital currencies through the U.S. dollar, central bank, or China with the, the renminbi. But now people will look for alternatives that are not, not owned or controlled by anybody. And cryptocurrencies will solve just that. So we think next year is going to be a great year for Bitcoin, great year for crypto. And we're just very excited to be in this space. It's awesome. Um, well, I definitely appreciate that insight. I, I, I think there's a lot, just like you said, that is pointing to the validity of cryptocurrency. Just like you said, that stamp of approval that a lot of this institutional money is going in. The fact that you have a lot of these institutions proudly saying, hey, we're going to put 10% of our budget into Bitcoin, into crypto, into whatever. PayPal coming out saying like, hey, so initially we're going to roll out crypto to all of our customers in phases. And then recently said, actually, we're going to roll it out to everyone just because things are moving that quickly. And with access comes more people knowing about it, but then also being able to get into it. So uh, I think it's going to be an exciting year. I think, just like you said, from a standpoint of people paying more attention. And I think the projects that are working in the space as well are actually building to last instead of building to make the quick buck. Of course, there's still a lot of those uh, cryptos and blockchain projects out there that are trying to do that as well. But the majority that have been around and are serious about building something for the future the ones that like have such great potential upside. And I, I, I think 2021 is going to be a really good year to, to see a lot of that come to fruition after all of this just building over the last, let's call it two years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So on that note, man, again, I really appreciate you being on the show today and all that insight that you were able to provide. But, you know, what is a final thought that you want to leave with all of our listeners here today? Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are the future of money, because if you look at it, money is probably the biggest market in the world historically right? Since the olden days, money has been huge. I always joke with my friends, if you go to any city, typically the biggest building is a bank. Yeah. <laughs> and it's almost consistent for a reason, because it's one of the biggest markets in the entire world. And this market is getting disrupted with cryptocurrencies. Crypto is the new future of money. And if you plan to partake in this future, one of the biggest problems people have, as I mentioned earlier, is how to efficiently allocate capital in this new world. Because uh, you're competing against the top 1%, wells, hedge funds, quants. And if you lack the resources, that's why we made tokenmetrics, right? So anybody out there can have 
technology that's typically reserved for hedge funds in the top 1% and making it available to retail investors and, and traders. So whether you're just somebody who's been in crypto or you've been in crypto for a while, we're here at Tokenmetrics, we're creating software using artificial intelligence that helps make you a better investor and helps you make, make money in crypto. Because to be in the future of money, you also have to make sure you keep your money. Right. right? So, and research is key. Research is crucial. So that's what we're work, working on here at Tokenmetrics. We, we highly encourage your audience to go and check us out. We also have free content available on our channel. Actually, I have a live stream I'm doing today in two hours, every Sunday, 6 p.m., where we go two hours deep dive on crypto, doing market updates all for free because we think to get people into crypto and have them stick around, we have to educate them properly. Definitely. So we think education is, is, is real because that's how you get true economic empowerment is through one, education, but also making the tools and technology available. And that's what we're doing at Tokenmetrics. So thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Oh, absolutely. And, and thank you for sharing that information. You know, what are some ways that people can connect with you and learn more about Tokenmetrics? So just go to tokenmetrics.com. We have discounted trials. You, you can try out Tokenmetrics for a week, for two bucks, for five bucks. We also do have a free scholarship program available. So regardless of how much money you have, if you just join our affiliate program, just go to tokenmetrics.com or, or just search scholarship program. So anybody out there, if you're willing to put in the work, we can actually give you free accounts as well. Just go on our platforms on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram, just search Tokenmetrics. We post content all the time. We're posting at least two videos a day on YouTube and also our podcast as well. So whatever medium of choice you prefer to, to learn about crypto, we're there. Just find us. For sure. Well, Ian, again, truly appreciate you being on the show today. And for everyone listening, stay cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from OMS21. Exciting info on crypto and what's going on in the industry. Love the energy Richard brings with the guests. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay cryptocurrent.